So the more I think about it, I don't know why Oklahoma and Texas are mad at the Big 12. Uh, they should be mad at Fox, not the Big 12 Conference, when it comes to why they're not able to leave the Big 12 Conference before 2025. I'm Pete Mundo. HeartlandCollegeSports.com is how you find us covering uh, the Big 12 every single day. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us. So we found out a lot more information around why OU in Texas um, are not leaving the Big 12 early. And on top of that, why they're so upset in the wake of what took place over the last couple of weeks. So these reports have come out from all over the map. I know Dennis Todd has been on the story. Uh, ESPN's Pete Thamel as well. Here's what we know. Here is the latest. And I will tell you before I tell the story, OU in Texas are mad at the wrong people here. So ESPN's Pete Thamel put this out on Friday. Longhorns and Sooners could not come to an agreement with the Big 12 amid complex negotiations between the two schools, the Big 12 and Teleworks. So right now, Texas are set to leave Big 12 July 1st of 20. That would be two more football seasons. The Big 12, um, and even OU and Texas, they, they just want to get divorced already, right? I've never been divorced, happily married, as you can tell. Uh, but I understand we all know people who have gone through it. Where when you're getting towards those final stages, you just want it done. You want it to be over with. You don't want to think about it anymore. You just want to move on. And it feels like that's where both sides are at. But the difference here is there's a third party involved, and that is the television network. Networks, I should say. And most notably, Fox. So while OU Inksis apparently are like, hey, we want out, and the Big 12 is like, okay, we understand. Let's try to make this work. You have Fox, who is like, hold on a second here. Hold, uh, pump the brakes here for a second. We're not necessarily wild about losing this Big 12 deal early. Why? Fox owns right now 37% of the remaining Big 12 deal. They get 26 games per season. And it's not clear whether or not Fox would get access to some of these ESPN TV picks with the Big 12 if a deal was struck for OU and Texas to leave early. So Fox is saying, if OU is going to leave early, we're still paying theoretically 2024 football season. What are we going to get out of it? And that's a very reasonable request by Fox. Completely reasonable request. They're saying, hey, hold a second, pump brakes on this for a second here. Um, we need something out of this, or we need more than what's being offered out of this. Fox, right, has the Red River rivalry. Would they get to still air that game if those two teams are in the SEC in 2024? We're not to those negotiations. But those are the obvious questions that everybody in Fox Sports is rightfully asking. If these deals get done early, if OU, if OU and Texas leave early for the SEC, that whole deal goes to ESPN because ESPN has bought out the SEC. But Fox is saying, if we're just left holding the bag here, what are you going to give us in exchange for it? And that's why this is not a traditional one-side, two-side contract negotiation. This is really three parties, if not four parties involved, all with different interests. You've got OU and Texas with their interests. You have the rest of the Big 12 with its interests. You've got Fox with its interests. And then ESPN as well is in the mix with their own interests. So four parties are involved in all this, which makes this a very different element and a very different beast from, you know, your typical two-sided negotiation here. That's what makes this hard for all involved. 
So uh, a deal is not going to be done. And OU and Texas, since last week, OU and Texas were the only two teams in the Big 12 who did not have a big rollout of their football schedule. Everybody else had the graphics on Instagram and Twitter and videos. OU and Texas did nothing. As of Sunday, there still is no announcement on either team's website about their 2023 Big 12 football schedule. And it's like, if, if you're mad at the Big 12 for this, don't be. For everything that we tell, their anger not be. The Big 12. Their anger should be at none other than Fox Sports because they're the ones who appear to be holding this up and taking it out on the Big 12. There was a report last week from an anonymous administrator who's like, we want OU in Texas out. We want to move on. We don't want this awkward couple of years. So like, there's plenty of folks around the Big 12 who are like, let's just wipe our hands clean and get the thing over move on on this whole deal. That's, that's the reality. That's where they're at. So to put this on the backs of the current Big 12 or Brett Yormark, that's just... That, that that's not what this story has been about thus far. So I, I would hope for everybody's sake, they could still possibly get a deal done. And it is possible that they could. Brett Yormark was at the Texas game on Saturday, the Big 12 commissioner. And he was asked by Kurt Bowles, Austin American statesman, as he was leaving at where that deal is at. And Brett Yormark hustled out of the arena and told Kirk Bowles, Austin American statement, statesman, about Texas and OU's exit, quote, we'll see how it goes. Negotiations take twists and turns, end quote. That is what Brett Yormark said um, to the Austin American statesman. We'll see how it goes. Negotiations take twists and turns about an early exit. That's basically Brett Yormark saying, it's not a dead deal necessarily. The deal is just dead for now. And those are two very different things. I mean, you've been in negotiations. You understand how you're saying, Brett, your mark is saying, if I'm reading between the lines there, a deal is dead today. It is not permanently dead. We are still willing to converse and talk about what exactly is going on here in this conference, in this league, and what it can mean going forward and what those next steps might look like, how we can make this work for everybody. And that's what matters here. How does this work for everybody? Because right now it's not working for everybody. And frankly, I think this year is going to be clunky. It's going to be great, right? The drama is going to be next level in this league. How do I know that? First off, it always is. The Big 12 is the most entertaining, dramatic league in all of college football. It's not close. Think about all the other leagues. The SEC is predictable. Okay, it's the best league, especially at the top, but it's predictable. Every single year, same thing. Georgia, Alabama, maybe there's a dark horse. LSU, Florida, South Carolina, Alabama, Georgia, same thing. Big 10, the West stinks, the East is good. Ohio State, Michigan, sprinkle in Penn State. We know what's going to happen. ACC, Clemson, and who else is in that conference? And, uh, you know, Pac-12, I guess now you'd say it's USC and everybody else. And then, uh, you know, Utah's in the mix. Big 12, I mean, you can't predict this league, man, every year. You know that. Whoever it is, whoever it ends up being. TCU, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Oklahoma, Texas, uh, sometimes in the mix. 
It, every single year, it's different, and you can make the case for somebody else. Iowa State in the championship game a couple of years back. It goes on and on. So now you've got this awkwardness, and it's awkward, but I think it's good television drama. And here's the thing. Brett Yormark's not a commissioner of a sports conference. I mean, he is, obviously. That's his job. I understand that. We all get that. Brett Yormark is running a TV product. And for two years, the Big 12 gets to maximize this TV product and all the awkwardness that it will embrace and it will entail. And it will entail a lot of awkwardness. You could have UCF and Norman, the Dylan Gabriel Bowl, whatever you want to call it. It's just, it's bizarre. You're going to have Dana Holgerson, right, eventually going to Morgantown. I mean, that's going to be great, but that's obviously a future Big 12 storyline. You're going to have uh, Texas and Houston. Like, it's just, it's going to be weird. And every new team that plays Texas or OU is going to give them their best shot because they believe that that may be their only chance to beat OU or Texas before they leave. And you better believe this. Any thoughts about OU or Texas ever scheduling a Big 12 team in the non-conference in the future is done. I think that's one takeaway that's beyond a shadow of a doubt to me, that those two Teams, those two schools, have no love lost and will have no love lost with the Big 12 when they leave. They, for some reason, blame the Big 12 for not being able to get out of the conference early. And there will be no schedules against Big 12 teams anytime soon. Like, it may be 2040 before, and heck, at this point, teams are scheduling their 2040 non-conferences anyway, right? Uh, It will be 2040 before you see OU or Texas play a Big 12 team in the non-conference once they leave. That's my prediction because of how this is all going down, how petty they are being about it, and how uh, it doesn't need to be this way, but they're making it this way. And in part, the TV networks, notably Fox, is making it this way. And I don't blame Fox one bit. I don't blame them one bit. Tim says, wasn't Fox offered access to Michigan at OU in 2025 and Ohio State at Texas in 2026, I I did see some reporting um, about that. Let me see if I can find that for you here, Tim. I did see something about that. Uh, let's see here. One Big 12 source, according to one Big 12 source, this is in Sports Illustrated. Everybody conceptually is pretty close to a deal. This is from a couple of days ago. The hangup is Fox wants some inventory. If they get that figured out, they're on the one yard line. The first solution mentioned a trade. That discussion centered around Texas's future non-conference games against Michigan and Ohio State. The Longhorns are scheduled to host Michigan in 2024, play at Ohio State in 2025, host Ohio State in 2026, and play at Michigan in 27. An inventory trade of some sort was an option. That trade was denied. So we don't know what exactly that trade was, Tim. It's not fair to say that Fox turned down that deal because we don't know what the deal was. There may have been an inventory trade, but it's not evident that it was what you're mentioning here on Facebook Live. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Maybe more of those details are going to come out because these things are leaking left and right. That's the, they're, they're leaking all over the place. We all know that, right? 
So it's going to be interesting. We'll be watching it closely. I'm Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com. We cover the Big 12. Hey, if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button on the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. Leave me a five-star if you could. Takes you two seconds. And uh, subscribe to the podcast as well. We'll get you a free Heartland College Sports koozie when you do that. Send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. I'll get you hooked up with that free Heartland College Sports koozie. By the way, before we continue, you know what week it is, right? I'm here in Kansas City, so you know what I'm fired up for? I am fired up as I know you are, we all are, for the Super Bowl. And guess what? You ready for the biggest Sunday of the year? You know what's happening with my friends at DraftKings. They're the official betting partner of Super Bowl 57, sports betting partner. They've got all the Super Bowl action that you need. Um, and right now, new customers bet just $5, get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern time to see what prop bet will be boosted. That's right. So I'm ready. Listen, I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm here in Kansas City. You know what I'm going to be doing. You know how I'm going on this game. But download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code HCS, Heartland College Sports. New customers bet $5 on Super Bowl 57. Get $200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbooks with the code HCS. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. All right. Now, for the basketball side of things, where are we at when it comes to Big 12 basketball? Uh, we are in an insane place in this league. So Saturday, still in Big 12 hoops. And uh, the day was Iowa State-Kansas, right? And I was at the Iowa State-Kansas game in Allen, Field, Field, Allen Fieldhouse excuse me, a couple of weeks back. And Kansas hung on for a two-point victory in that one. Well, I'm figuring Kansas is favored by a couple of points. Going to be a great game. And then, bam, right out of the gates. Iowa State didn't let up. Now, there were two key moments in this game for me. Two key moments. Number one, uh, the first key moment in the Big 12 on Saturday in that Iowa State-Kansas game was at the end of the first half. Kansas cut it to, I think, a five-point game. And then the final three minutes, Iowa State went on a 7-0 run and took a double-digit lead in the halftime. That was number one. And then number two, second half, I want to say it was the under-16 timeout. Kansas cut it down to a couple of points, and Iowa State went on another big run after that. And that basically sealed the win, and they were off to the races. So now Iowa State is in sole possession of second place in this league at 7-3. and three. So Texas beat Kansas State. That was the other big game of the day. Uh, that was a top 10 matchup in Manhattan, a game that Kansas State led by double digits at halftime, and they blew a lead. They blew an 11-point lead, got outscored by 14 in the second half by Texas. Texas was on fire in that second half. So Texas is now 8-2 and two in conference play, sole possession of first place in the league. Iowa State is 7-3. and three. And then you've got one. Two, three, four teams sitting at six and four in this conference. Think about that. Six of the 10 teams in the Big 12 are six and four or better. Six and four or better in conference play. Oklahoma State's five and five. And then you've got West Virginia three and seven, Oklahoma two and eight, Texas Tech one and nine. I, like, 
you this this conference is unbelievable right now. So Baylor blew out Texas Tech. That wasn't much of a game, although Tech, man, I like Tech was in the game. Tech was down four points at halftime, and then they got just crushed in that. They got embarrassed in that second half. It was pathetic. Oklahoma State upsetting TCU. The Pokes are officially going to be in now. I mean, at least as it stands right now. They were already in Lenardi's last four in. That only improves their standing after a top 15 quad one win on Saturday against TCU. And how about West Virginia? Eric Stevenson is really starting to find his groove. Sorry, I'm getting an ad here on ESPN. Let me close that for you. Gosh, ESPN, I try to use your dopey website, and this is what I get. Hey, ESPN. Oh, I'm not going to say it because I know we got kids listening to the show. But you know what I want to say to ESPN. This is what I get for using their dopey scoreboard website. With that being said, Eric and West Virginia are becoming a match made in heaven. This guy has been absolutely outstanding. He had 34 points in a 30-plus point victory over Oklahoma on Saturday. And I don't want to give him all the credit because obviously it's a team game, old cliche, whatever. But this team is playing so much better as of late. They are 4-2 and two in their last six conference games. Stevenson is the reason they beat Auburn last week for a top 15 victory in that Big 12 SEC Challenge. He had a career-high game then, career-high game Saturday. I mean, it was awesome to watch this guy. And he's just playing. And you know what? When you're Bob Huggins and you're West Virginia, this league is better when Bob Huggins and West Virginia are playing, I don't want to say great basketball because they're not playing great basketball right now, but when they're playing really good basketball, this league is just better. It's better when Bob Huggins has a good team. And when you look at the Mountaineers, I mean, they are playing good basketball right now. They are. I mean, it was ugly early on. And I think back to their first conference game, I watched it against K-State. They could have won that game. Then they slid down the rest of conference play uh, up until about two weeks ago. And things have gotten dramatically better for this team, and it's been a heck of a lot of fun to watch. You know, so I, I, like, I'm looking at West Virginia and saying, that's not a team that I want to face right now, especially in Morgantown. I want no part of that team in Morgantown. And you look at what's to come here this week in the Big 12. You've got a top 15 matchup, TCU-K State. That's in Manhattan. Um, you've got West Virginia hosting Iowa State on Wednesday. That's another chance for a big victory for the Mountaineers. They're really good at home. We know they're a great home team. Got good home court advantage there in Morgantown. I mean, it is, it is just awesome, this league. And then, heck, Big Monday. Can we not forget Big Monday? I didn't mean to skip right over it, but Texas-Kansas. Texas wins that game. They are in the driver's seat to win the Big 12 regular season crown. If suddenly Kansas pulls that off in Allen Fieldhouse, uh, you know, we're going down the home stretch, and this Big 12 is going to be wide open up for grabs. It's just, it is that good this year. This is the best conference in the country, hands down. Not even debatable. And it is so, so much fun to watch from afar. I'm Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining the show. Appreciate you being a part of it. Uh, we've got new podcasts that we are rolling out all the time. So we've got, uh, just so you know, we've got a K-State podcast, the Everything Podcast. We've got a uh, KU podcast, Jayhawker Talker, the Boomer. Uh, what do we, we just renamed our Oklahoma podcast. 
So the Sooner Schooner podcast. We've got the Pokes podcast, Oklahoma State-focused podcast. Uh, Hypnotoad, focused on TCU. And then uh, the Texas Tech Heart College Sports podcast. So adding podcasts. Um, by the way, we're adding staff right now. If you have a writing background, if you... Um, Want a podcast from the teams that I have not mentioned? Reach out to me personally, Pete Mundo at HeartlandCollegeSports.com. You got to have some experience. Um, we do like that, but I did want to put that pitch out there because we got four new teams coming on board here. Um, we are expanding this site, expanding this staff. And if you've got the background to be a part of it, please do reach out to me. Thank you, guys. Please do also use our sponsors at DraftKings. Download, use our code HCS, Heartland College Sports, for a great bonus. And, of course, subscribe on YouTube, rate, review the pod on 